We're getting back on track here with Catherine and Emily, but as you know, we won't stay there for long because this is the Going Off Track podcast. All right, hello and welcome to the Going Off Track podcast. I'm Catherine, that's Emily, and fortunately, we had a very quiet time in F1 news over the last week and a half between Suzuka and now because um, I was sick, you were busy. Um, so it was it was a really good thing that we had a little bit of a, a little bit of a break, even though now we are here, we are ready for the Qatar Grand Prix. It is a sprint weekend. We will talk about that in a little bit uh, and our uh, thoughts on the sprint. Um, but we're here. We made it to race week. Um, and I don't think I'm hallucinating anymore. No, I, I'm still not well, but I am <laughs> better than I was. <laughs> I have slept, so we are on a positive note. I have slept. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm still in the U.S., different location, back in my parents' house. Different, different uh, continent, same location, still podcasting from bed seems to be a theme. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you're not dying anymore, and I'm really glad that I'm at least sleeping and semi-functional, so, you know, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still, up. I'm still working on, you know, eating more than one meal a day, um, but I no longer feel terrible, and, and I'm no longer, you know, hallucinating, uh, so, not that I was hallucinating all that much, but there were some things that I thought we, we are aware of that apparently became actual news, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're, we're getting back into the routine of being a normal functioning human. Ish. Yeah, I, well, I still have a few more days to go until I hit normal human Ooh. status. It's fine. We'll get there. You know, by Monday, we'll be great. Actually, yeah, exactly. No, Monday is post 11 hour flight. So give me until like Wednesday and yeah. then maybe I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no, it's been a, it's been a wild ride, but yeah, I, I was like, I haven't talked to Catherine at all, but nothing's going on, and I know she's not doing well, and I'm really busy, and so maybe I just, I don't need to talk to her. <laughs> and I, I was not talking to anyone for most of the last week, so it's, I, I, I basically spent my, the entire week on the couch watching NCIS reruns, and that was my life for a good Those five Those reruns days. are gold. I love NCIS reruns. Those are... Oh, yeah. I'm, I am almost choice. caught up. Um, I, I, I love me a good drama procedural. Um, I, I have, I have worked my way through many. Um, but yeah, that is, that is basically, I, I woke up, I moved to the couch, I watched NCIS, I tried to eat food, I went to sleep. That was it. I mean, if you were feeling good, that'd be a great day. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Emily's heaven right there. Throw in like a dog or two and... You've sold me on Catherine's life, but, yeah. um, but yeah, not feeling well and having to do that makes it a little less fun. So, yeah. But yeah, but we're, we're on the mend. We're better. We are. We are moving up. We're at like a seven out of 10 collectively. So yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's a little generous, but we are much better than last week. So hopefully this podcast is a little bit more high energy, more entertaining. 
Oh, I mean, de- definitely higher energy compared to, to la- the, our last podcast because we were both exhausted zombies. Oh my gosh, we were. It was so, so bad. But yeah, anyways, that was great. With that, let's get into the news from this week before we do our predictions. And honestly, I think I just, this is the end of my podcasting career because we have no um, contract updates and I just don't know what to do with myself, so. What's there to talk about? What is there to talk about? I think we're done. We can move on. Um, No, so we don't have any contract updates, but there is something pretty cool happening within the FIA. So they have approved Andretti's license application to potentially become the 11th F1 team. So that doesn't necessarily mean, boom, next season there's another team. All that happened was the um, Andretti group who's trying to put together this potential 11th team um, was approved for a license application by the FIA. That does not mean that we automatically have an 11th team. The next steps for this, there will be an approval from the commercial rights holders, Formula One management, there's a lot more to go with that, um, but we're still in, like, the limbo phase of mm-hmm. will there be a team, will there not be a team, but this is a step in the right direction for um, Andretti, which is exciting, so. Yeah, especially if you're an Andretti fan, like my dad. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I think, I think it's interesting. I think that, you know, we, we've heard the last couple of years of, the, you know, of, of the, the pushback of adding an 11th team. Um, and I think, you know, one of the biggest things that we've heard is that, oh, there, there's not enough physical room on the grid for these cars because the cars are bigger. You know, I've been watching um, the 2016 season for something that you'll see in the, the postseason that we'll be doing. Um, and there were 11 teams and, you know, it was fine, but those cars were also a lot smaller. Um, so that's one of the reasons why you're seeing some pushback along with um, the concerns about um, the revenue being diluted by having an 11th team and the prize money um, becoming less. Um, and they do have an entry fee that is meant to kind of um, compensate for that. But that that number, which is $200 million, was set before F1 had this massive boom in popularity following um, its acquisition by Liberty Media, which happened in 27, I think before the 2018 season. Um, And people are saying that that number should actually be tripled at this point based on the current valuations of F1. And we've already heard plenty about, you know, drama behind F1's valuation, what that means. And, you know, you know, things between the FIA and F1 aren't really great at the moment. So the, um, Formula One basically, the company basically said, we see what you're saying, uh, FIA, and it's cool that you really like them. We're going to do our own due diligence. So that is something that uh, we will see eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably won't hear on this decision anytime soon. So I think it's going to be a bit until we actually get if there is the approval or if they will be joining the grid, I think it's it's definitely going to be a while. And if they actually do get approval, it's going to be a while until they make it to the grid. 
at yeah, all. at the earliest it would be, I, I don't think it would be until 2025, which I think is interesting because that would be the last year of a regulation, which could either be a good thing or a bad thing for a brand new team because it, it, you know, it could be good to just get them experience on the grid, even though they will be way in the back, um, or it could be, you know, they're getting to the grid and then, oh, they have to change regulations completely after, you know, one full season. Um, so it, it, it would be, it'd be very interesting to see when that's going to happen. But like Emily said, it's, it's probably not going to happen for a while. No, no. But personally, I think it would be good for the sport. But again, I'm not a huge F1 stakeholder who has a lot of money invested and will also get a huge return. So I speak from a fan point of view only. Mm-hmm take that with a grain of salt, but I think it's good, especially because it would be a second U.S. team. Haas is technically a U.S. team, even though they do have headquarters in Italy as well, but they are And their front-facing mascot, Gunther Steiner, is German. (laughs) He's Italian. Italian. He is Italian. He's Italian. Sounds German, but he's Italian. Yes, you are right. It throws me off. Every time. Um... Every single time. But it would be a second U.S. team, which I think would be really good for this sport. The U.S. market is a newer, let's say, less than tapped market for F1. So adding another U.S. team could potentially draw more interest from the U.S. I know not everyone globally thinks that's great, but if people are so concerned with revenue and everything like that, we do have three races in the U.S. now. If we have two, you know, U.S. teams, that's potentially driving more money into F1, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I... I agree, and I think that, you know, any risks of, you know, dilution and, you know the the you know the prize money being less i think is immediately compensated for the fact by you're going to be increasing your american viewership especially because andretti has basically committed to driving at least one american driver um from the start so you're going to have another american driver on the grid or an american driver on the grid depending on how things go for logan um sergeant who uh, has not been doing too hot this season though williams is saying that they really do want to keep him um and he just has to meet some some mystery benchmarks um but i i I think it's i think it's a a good thing to have i think that it would be an ultimate benefit and i think that um while the entry fee probably does need to be increased to line up with modern you know modern standards and the modern prestige of f1 um i think that you know if there's gonna be a hit there might be a hit for a year um but i think that you know the 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 success of this 11th team would you know it it would compensate for itself um and that you you know it it would be an overall benefit to the sport to have this 11th team and especially if it's if it's this this specific team like this is this is a very well-known well-regarded team in in motor racing in in the u.s in you know andretti motorsport um and i I think i i personally think that it would be a good idea yeah agreed so it's been decided we give our approval (laughs) we the podcatchers from going off track we approve we approve so they have gotten our approval it took five seconds (laughs) yes done (laughs) um some other news this week unfortunately Danny Ricardo is still out he will not be racing in the Qatar Grand Prix I'm bummed but Mm -hmm. I know that this was kind of expected anticipated he wouldn't be coming back for Coda 
Um, but it was, like, confirmed this week or, like, kind of, I don't know. This, I know. That I thought we already injury. knew this. I know. <laughs> like, I, I, th- is, I thought we already knew my, that like, he wasn't racing at Qatar. This is part of my sleep deprivation and, like, your hallucination, like, days of, you know, whatever. But he will be back for Coda. At least that's his expected return now. It's basically his second home race. Yeah. Um, he loves Austin. Austin loves him. So um, I really hope that he does come back for Coda, mm-hmm. which would be nice to see him. But we'll see. I don't know. But that's literally it's such a slow news week. There's nothing else going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I Besides was. Besides reiterating was, what we already know. So. Yeah. I was I was scraping. But I just like there was news coming out of saying like, oh, Liam Lawson is, is driving at, at, at Qatar. And I'm like, but. We knew that he was driving at Qatar, Well, right? I think it was, like, alleged, and now it's confirmed. So there's a difference. I mean, sure, but, like, we knew this. I know, Catherine. I know. I wasn't we hallucinating. We just haven't been able to put it on the pod yet. So here well, we go. Also, also, well, yes, here you go. On the pod, it's official according to going off track. Liam Lawson's in the car. You've heard it here, 27. <laughs> Liam Lawson will be driving instead of Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> what I believe oh, But speaking of Coda, which is one of the things that makes me so mad because I'm currently sitting probably... 35 minutes from Coda, and I leave yeah. this weekend, and I'm leaving, like, the weekend before it is, so I'll, I will be missing Coda, um, I'll be back in Argentina, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but speaking of Coda, the F1 Academy's final race weekend is at Coda, and it will be broadcast internationally, which is super, super cool, so for those of you who do not know, F1 Academy is the, like, whim, all women's arm-ish however you want to call it. Series. Series, thank you, of F1. So, again, we kind of mentioned it a few podcasts ago how they've really teamed up with the F1 teams this year to really, like, work together. Or maybe it's yeah, starting... Yeah, it's going to be starting next year. Each each yeah, team is you. sponsoring... One, um, I think there's there's 15 drivers, and I think that each team um, is, is picking two each or two or three um, to officially sponsor next year. The, the F1 Academy kind of replaced uh, the W Series, which went under financially um, midway through their, their um, the last season, awkward. Um, and so now we have the F1 Academy, which is the, the ultimate goal is to get a, a full-time female... Um, driver on the f1 grid um and this is their formula one take in uh taking those steps to to make that happen um and so i'm really excited that it's going to be broadcast if you're watching in the united states it will be on espn alongside um the f1 coverage um and so i know what i'll be watching when we don't have uh race stuff happening yeah i know it's really exciting that they're doing that and they're broadcasting it because normally you have to like scour the internet to try and find (laughs) the feed and it's not a good feed so um. yeah no I they well right now they don't have anything um live which I think will change next season um but they they I think what they said is that you know clips of the race will be like put up on f1 tv following but I'm like can we can we watch the damn race live like 
come on. So so all I think I think they're going to be airing all of the the racing and, and qualifying. I don't know about practices, um, but they a lot of the stuff will be aired on uh, the ESPN family of networks. If you're in the US, um, it'll be on Sky in the UK. Um, I don't remember what they said about South America. Which it's probably of, Star Plus. It's probably Star Plus. Is. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's something, it's on Star Plus. So yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I I'm I'm really I'm really excited to to see it, and I think that the I think they're they're championship races like going down to the wire um so it'll it'll be interesting to to see who wins the inaugural uh, f1 academy title oh our girl Susie just doing things for uh for women great. in motorsport uh, so Susie Wolf is the managing director of uh, the F1 Academy, of the F1 Academy, um, and she is also married to um, Mercedes team principal and CEO Total Wolf, and we yes. love her. Talk about a power couple! My oh my God. God, yeah. If that child like doesn't grow up to be a in F1 like a or some, star of motor some, racing of some, some sort, sort of motorsport, yeah, like I don't know, I, I will be just blown away but yeah anywho so Qatar Grand Prix I (laughs) could not remember for the life of me what happened last year and that's because we didn't have one last year no we did not have we did not have a raise last year because of the World Cup because there was this little thing called the World Cup yeah because this little soccer tournament this small Football, Catherine, come on! But this is a football, football tournament um, for for my friends in Argentina. Um, oh, did I tell you? Sidebar: I went and saw the Argentina national team play in one in a World Cup qualifier like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw you in did. Argentina. Coolest thing ever! I got to see Messi score a goal. Top Ooh, 10 nice! Of my life. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Amazing. Anyways, so there was the World Cup which was normally in the summer, but it was moved to November because of heat. Hot Um, desert. (laughs) Hot. Hot, hot desert. Um, So it overlapped, and so there was no Grand Prix last year. Yes. That said, but we still can't remember the race that happened two years ago either. Nope. It's the race we'll never remember. No. And I... I watched the race because we didn't have anything going on this afternoon other than, you know, boring baseball. Um, so my dad and I, we watched the race and like, I remember none of this. And like, I looked at my calendar to see what was going on two years ago because it was at the time of year that I was watching Formula One regularly in that season. Um, and it was, of course, right before, you know, the end of the season and everything that happened in Abu Dhabi. But I'm like, why don't I remember this race? And I still don't know why I don't remember this race. Oh, I clearly must have missed it by accident. Well, and it's not like nothing happened either. Like, we had several punctures. We had lots of things going on. So it's a race that maybe we should have remembered, but we just didn't. Yeah, and and speaking of the, So there were a number of... um, there were a number of punctures, um, a, a number of tire, tire failures. Lando Norris, Valtteri Botas, Nicholas Latifi—they all had. Um, Botas and Latifi both had pretty gnarly um, blown tires um, toward the end of the race. And Botas was um, Botas's was so bad that he they they fixed his front wing, they fixed the they they did what they could and sent him back out. But then they ultimately retired the car, um, and it was actually there were a lot of sparks flying, so it was pretty it was pretty. Um, but it was actually really interesting. 
interesting is that this this came from driving over the curbs because um, they've got these these at the time they were painted green. I'm not sure what they're they're looking like now, um, but a lot of the drivers were being told don't drive over the curbs. So clearly those curbs um, caused a problem in 2021 and will probably also cause problems in 2023, unless something's changed. But I don't. Not. Think so. No. The, I, the, the only, only thing known change is the DRS detection zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's moved only... from after turn fifteen to, to after turn sixteen, which is the start finish straight. Yeah. So. Uh, well, but for twenty twenty three, we will remember it because it's a sprint weekend, <laughs> and you know how we hate sprint, hate sprint weekends. Yes, I, I, I still think, and I think I've said this before, but I think it is lame that this year's sprint formats compared to last year's, the sprint has no impact on Sunday's race. And so it's two races in one weekend. That means nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's dumb. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I don't like it. Like, it's more racing, so I see, like, what they were going for, because it's like, oh, it's more racing, people are going to love this. But when but it's at least when it racing, sets the grid for Sunday. Right. When they don't have anything to, like, do with each other, then that's dumb, and I hate it. Yeah, because I think mean, you got... I don't got... like it, and they need to change it next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got, like, you've got your qualifying for Sunday on Friday, um, and then you've got Saturday, which is this whole day of self-contained racing that is just like, okay, now what? Like, yes, we're going to have something exciting, probably going to have something exciting on, on, on this, this sprint race because somebody might be winning a world title and we'll talk about how in a bit. Um, but there's, there's no, like at least last year, the sprint set the grid for Sunday. Yeah. And so it I meant think something, yeah, it, it doesn't mean anything right now. Like, yeah, you have another opportunity to get points, but if you're still qualifying the same, like you would for Sunday, then you're not going to have the mixed up grid that you're looking for, but you would have the higher potential for a mixed up grid. If you are using the sprint as your grid for Sunday. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. So we've decided a lot. Yes. Um, Andretti has been approved. We are getting <laughs> rid of. We're getting rid of sprint uh, format. And um, what else? Um. Oh. Predictions. Oh, predictions. Are we just jumping into predictions already? That's what we're going uh, to do. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, there, there's really not. We we can talk about what happened at Qatar two years ago. Um, I guess I guess we we actually kind of should. Um, so two years ago in the race that we don't remember because we clearly didn't watch, even though I don't understand. I don't know where I was that I was not watching this race. Um, but the but pole for the race that we didn't watch was Lewis Hamilton, who was attempting the Grand Slam. Um, because he he led every practice session, he took pole. He also won the race, but Max um, Max finished second, and he also finished with the fastest lap, so that took the Grand Slam away from him. And then Fernando Alonso, out of nowhere, 
He finished third. In an Alpine. In an Alpine. Which, to be fair, there was an Alpine that finished, uh, who, uh, who won? I think, I think Akon won in the Alpine earlier in 2021. Yeah. I think that happened. They were talking about during Why the race. Why do I not remember anything in 2021? Well, I only what started watching halfway under? through the season in 2021. Same, but I, oh, I don't know. That's such a hard year for me. Yeah, really I, hard year for me. <laughs> I just, I, I watched bits and pieces when I was at camp because of the, the friend who got me into to watching the sport. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I really don't remember what races were happening during, during the summer, um, that, you know, two years ago, but, but yeah, I, it was for Fernando on a podium. It was fun. Um, and God yeah. bless Fernando. God I'm bless seeing him. him on the podium i hope that he gets at least one more this season yeah i i really still want i i i, I you know we we've talked about how basically aston martin just got out developed by the rest of the grid and that's unfortunate but well they even came out and said like our upgrades were not positive upgrades yeah, and they've never they really haven't recovered from the, from those upgrades because those no. came those those the upgrades that really brought them them back were way before the summer break and then they were going to try to undo the damage of those upgrades that just really didn't happen. Yeah. But oops. Anyways. Well, now I think we can get into our predictions. Yes. Let let's get into to predictions. Uh we so, have a lot of them. We do because we are doing predictions for everything for sprint. And then all of Sunday. So yes. for sprint poll, who do you have taking? That? I got Max. Yeah, same. Yeah. <sighs> there. Yeah, he's just you know gonna. I also think because in in twenty twenty one at Qatar, um, Max he t- I, he took a little bit of damage from those curbs. I um, mean, I think that's what really stopped him from you know really trying to get after Hamilton, who he he pretty much had like a nine second lead throughout most of the race. But considering how quickly Max was able to get to the, to the I I think that had his car not been damaged, that the the, the results could have been different. Um, but yeah, for 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 sprint pull, Max. Yeah. So for sprint podium, who do you have then? I have Max as well. Um, and then I also have Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris. Oh, love. I love the bromance on the podium. I know. It's so it's great. so nice. I, so I, not to copy you, but I just have the same, just in a different order. I have Max, Lando, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Just, I think Lando's been driving really, really well. and He has I, been. I don't know. I don't know if Carlos can... I don't know how he'll do. I just think he'll make yeah. podium, but I don't know. It all honestly depends on what Ferrari's going to do to him. So yes, <laughs> he's a wild card, to be honest. Yeah, um, it, it's it's really unknown. Are they going to let him d- dictate his strategy or not? Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a choose your own adventure with Ferrari over there. Yes. Um. Okay. So for sprint P eight. So in the sprint races, the last place to earn points is P eight. So for sprints, we're choosing P eight. So Catherine, who do you have for P eight in the sprint race? 
I have, and hopefully between our P8 pick and our P10 pick for Sunday, we won't curse any of these drivers um, because we have successfully cursed at least one of our drivers in in the P, the P10 picks. Um, but I picked for my P8 for the sprint, I picked Lance Stroll. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm expecting a lot out of the Aston Martin, clearly. Yeah, yeah, especially, well, he didn't race last in a, no, did he? No, yes. Why is my brain fried? He didn't race in Singapore. He raced in Suzuka. Yes. Oh my God, Catherine, I'm losing my mind. This is what studying for like eight hours a day on top of your full-time job will do to you. So yeah, it's, it's also been a very busy exam. <laughs> it's been a very busy week. You're, you're almost done. You can do it. You're going to, you're going to make Friday. it. You can make it Thank Friday, you. Friday, Friday. Okay. So I have Lawson. Just because I think he's going to go out with a bang his last week. So. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so then moving to Sunday, who do you have taking pole? I also have Max. Of course you do. Um, and I, of course, have Carlos. <laughs> of course you do. Been, but he's been qualifying really, really well. So I think mm-hmm. um, he can pull it out. But Yeah, I mean, that we, we've talked many times about how that Ferrari has, like, phenomenal single lap speed. Yep. And that's where it stops. And um, then the tires degrade. And then they stop. Um, okay, and then who is your Sunday podium? My Sunday podium is Max, and then it is Lando and Oscar. So I put Oscar back on the podium because I just like seeing him on the podium. I do too. I love seeing Oscar there. He's He deserves it. He's driven so well as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's wild. Um, so I have... Max, Carlos, and Lando. So I think Carlos will get his pole and then fall to Max, of course, and then Lando's going to have a, a good race. Yeah. yeah I think I Lando's going to have a good weekend in general. He's really yeah. coming around. Yeah, and he also had, he had a good race in in Qatar two years ago, um, and he probably would have finished close to a podium, if not on the podium, had he not had a puncture. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So what is uh, your P10 pick then? Because P10 for the normal race is the last place where you earn points. So we pick P10, which is turning out to be us just cursing drivers. Um, but it's still fun to pick anyway. So who do you have in P10? Yeah, so our, uh, our my, my choice for potentially cursed driver of the Going Off Track podcast is Yuki Sonoda. So sorry oh. in advance if he... We've, I think we've done this to Yuki twice now, potentially. We've done I it think... definitely once, and then he's just had like a really bad streak lately. Like the fact that he like finished the race in Suzuka was kind of a shock considering how things had gone. It was his home race. He had to. Yeah, I know it was good for him. Um, and yours? I have Alex Albon. He's kind of been like floating around. We were really, really high on him, on him earlier in the season, but he's kind of dropped back a little bit. So yeah, I want to um, get back to that. I know. I picked him for a podium. Do you remember? You did. Yes. Yeah, and he wasn't far off. But um, everyone picked him for a podium, and then he did not. <laughs> yeah, but I have him as my my P ten this week. Um. And that brings us to our biggest surprise. So what would be a big surprise to us all this weekend, Catherine? Well, for me, biggest surprise is I think that Sergio Perez is finally going to have a good race, which is ironic considering I didn't pick him for my podiums. But 
I still think he's going to have a good weekend. Well, I think finishing a race for Checo is a good race. So. <laughs> also um, So my big surprise would be that it would take Max until Sunday to win the championship. That's right. So to be explained in five minutes by Catherine, but that's my, my big surprise. Um, yes. And then who Catherine is going to do a dumb also, I feel like this should just be, like, Catherine hating on Ferrari and Emily hating on someone in Red Bull, mostly just Checo. But I think that's kind of what this is turning into. I'm here for it, but, um... I mean, if... do a dumb. It, I'm, hey, I, I went to Russell for, for a, a hot minute. Um, but I just feel like, you know, Ferrari has let... Carlos dictate the the strategy and, and let Carlos be in front and I think Ferrari for better or for worse is going to try to course correct and over favor Charles over Carlos even when Carlos is clearly doing better so I think that they're just going to be like the strategy says and Carlos is going to get upset and we're going to be upset um so th- that's that's my dumb and, and you're dumb Checo, period. Like, how do you come back from a double DNF? Because I don't know how you do. <laughs> the fact that he double DNF'd just blows my mind. It, it will never not be funny. <laughs> it will never not be funny, and I will never not let him live it down. He'll never know that I'm, well, I'm doing this, which is fine, but it's the poor, poor guy. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so Checo, 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 Checo. So... Catherine, earlier I mentioned that my biggest surprise would be that it takes Max until Sunday to win the Drivers' Championship. So how can he win the title at Qatar, period? When can he win it, period? Please, please explain to us. So basically, Max can win it at in either of the, the two racing opportunities that we have this weekend, because all he needs is to leave Qatar with a 146-point lead over Perez. Um, if he wants to win on Saturday, he basically needs to finish the race sixth place or higher, no matter where Perez finishes but if he finishes seventh or eighth or does not score in the sprint um then it'll go to Sunday and basically if he wins on Sunday then we're done we go home um and Perez basically needs to finish outside of the top three um in order for this to or Perez needs to finish in the top three and Max needs to to um not I believe um in order for um him to have to push this until Kota, which while I think it would be fun to see Max winning in the US, um, I just it's it's gonna happen this weekend and it's probably gonna happen on Saturday. Like even at this point, Max is just like, it happens Saturday, it happens Sunday, I don't care. And I think that the you know, only I people we had a really good weekend. It was really great. And then you yeah. hear, you know, um Horner on the radio, <gasps> Well done, Max <laughs> Brilliant and just like going simply lovely, simply brilliant. Well Uh, well, done. I think that the only people who care about when Max wins this 
is Netflix because Netflix did not get the signature Your World Champion radio call that we get because of what happened at Suzuka last year. Um, So I think that Netflix is really like, okay, so we really need this. We really need to make sure that Max wins it while he's in the car and knows that he wins it while he's in the car. Um, So I think that those are the only people who really care. Um, But basically all he needs to do is finish sixth or higher in the sprint and then... Finish the race in in scoring on Sunday. Exactly. Do sleeping. Yeah. No. Yeah. So So it's 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 been decided. Max is winning the championship this weekend. Look at us just being so decisive. So decisive. Look at us. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that's my final thought. Is that Max wins this weekend? We all know it. And we can forget about the 2023 season, and we can start looking forward to 2024. <laughs> hey, there Yay! is still quite the race for second place in the Constructors' Championship between Ferrari and Mercedes and Aston Martin. So we have there, there are, are a couple more marbles to play for, and we have to figure out who's going to be that last seat on the grid. I know. Um, but that said, That's fair. yeah, and, and, and to anybody who says that the season is over when Max wins the title, well, that is just not true. Um, um, I was there's still Catherine. no no I'm I'm saying just to, for for fans that are upset at, at Max's dominance in general because there's so many people are like why should we watch Formula One and I'm like because it's exciting there's a lot more going on because there's yeah. a lot yeah also because like have you seen okay going back to contracts have you seen all of these like rumors coming out about Danny being their first option to replace Checo at any moment in time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're oh, they're that just guy can't waiting. Get a break. No, the DNF didn't do him any good though. No, it really didn't. So so oh. yeah, so it's it's gonna be interesting. I I still think that they kind of pulled the trigger a little too early by signing you know Ricardo and Sonoda and leaving Lawson to uh, be a, a reserve driver again, even though. What's going to happen is he's going to be a reserve driver and then he's going to get an office seat in 2025 when Daniel Ricciardo moves back to Red Bull um, because they're just not going to extend Perez's contract again. So the real question is what is Perez going to do after next season? Well, next season's silly season is going to be freaking wild. Insane. I think we're going we're gonna to have to have like a live watch party just every single day of what's going on because it's going to be so much and so crazy and I'm so excited. So excited. But, yeah. Um, but anyways, do you have any final thoughts on uh, the Grand Prix this weekend? Um, my final thoughts are I am curious to see um, what these curbs do to the bottoms of these cars over, over this weekend, especially based on just, be, just because I have the race from two years ago, it's like at the forefront of my mind because I watched it four hours ago. Um, I'm just really curious to see what that's going to do um, to, to these cars this year. Um, they're running a lot lower, so it, it, it could be, uh, there, there could be a lot of uh, floor damage this, we this weekend. We could see some damage. Yeah. Which is not good for, you know, our boy Sergeant who tends to damage his car at the drop of the hat yeah yeah but we'll see so next up for the podcast we will have our qatar grand prix recap which will be coming on tuesday not monday i am traveling home on sunday and 
you know, recording in an airport doesn't sound like the best idea. So we will be recording this a day later than normal. Yes. And it will be coming out Tuesday, not Monday. But you guys will get a recap podcast um, from us this week. And join us all week on, on Instagram. I will be back there now that I am no longer diseased and hallucinating. Um, so make sure you follow us off. Uh, follow us on going.off.track on Instagram for news, updates, commentary, shenanigans, the whole deal. All of it. All of it, all of it. Yep. Well, that was great. I had fun seeing you again, Catherine. So yeah, nice. it's, it's, it, the, these last two weeks have been kind of weird. I know. It, it has been. But... Anyways, that has been the podcast, and thanks for going off track with us, guys.